Welcome to my anonymous friend. Now here are your hosts, Timmy Cox and Jennifer McCullough. How many of you all out there have a strained relationship, a less than perfect relationship with your in-laws? Well, I think no relationship is going to be perfect, but it's hard. It's, it's hard. It's your intertwining families. And how did you start out in your relationship with your in-laws? How did it start out? Because I know it can grow, it can get better, but how did it start? I'm surprised they even talked to me after finding out that I was moved in with their son the first night that I met him. But um, I met Eric's father first. And that, I can say that relationship is almost perfect. You said that you moved in on the first night so so like did you did he tell them right away like did he say hey guess what I have this girlfriend and we moved in last night I don't even think I was his girlfriend I just I wanted to be but I knew I liked him I knew he was the one I knew just in hours I was like I ain't letting you go so you said hey boo how's you feeling about moving up in with me and don't ever leave my side forevermore. You know what his dad did the first time I ever talked to his dad? What? He told Eric that he got a girl pregnant. And I was with Eric at the time. But his who, dad played that joke pregnant? on me. <gasps> Eric's ex-girlfriend. Oh, he was playing a joke yes. about Eric the- getting a girl pregnant. The first time your we husband, talked. yes, the first time we. Well, he was my boyfriend. Well, he time. wasn't even your boyfriend. Yeah, you said. well, he just moved in with you on the first yeah, night, basically. Oh but gosh, who does that as a okay. parent? So that's my father-in-law for you. I love you, Papa Bear. Seriously, but who does that? I was so like, um, now you have you're gonna have baby mama drama. I didn't sign up for that. That's not happening. How long Scooch did the long. how long did the mm-hmm. joke go for? Like three minutes. So it wasn't bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was thinking it was like a whole day. You're planning everything out. Oh, I was about- almost on my way out though. Oh. Out the door. Right when I heard that, I was like, peace. I'm 18. You know, you're you're about 21. I'm not playing this game with a kid. I have my whole life ahead of me. So um, that happened. So that was the whole thing with this father. But it wasn't like anything, nothing negative, nothing bad. I love my Delena. Delena. Um, that is his mother. And you've always gotten along really, really great with her, right? I've always gotten along with her. I think she's understood me. I think we have um, a really good understanding about um, the journey we were on with the type of people we were on with, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. Her relationship and things like that were kind of how my relationship with Eric was at the time. So it was like that. But there were a few instances where you just you know you're yeah, like a little bit of, yeah a little bit of um this. you know my family wasn't well it was actually um I would say grandmother grandmothers if they felt like at the time that it wasn't okay for a white person and a black person 
to marry and stuff, that's the generation of great-great-grandmothers. So yeah, what I think Delena was just doing is I think she was like protecting her family. But I think the way it came across when she said like, if your family ever like treats, you know. Okay, so your husband is black. Yes. You're white. white. And his mother is also black. So she was probably like... Well, if I'm hearing that her family doesn't like them being together, what do they think about a biracial child coming? Mm. And I was eight months pregnant when I first met Eric's mom. Mm. And so she was like, if your family ever does anything, like, I'm taking your kid, you know? Like, she's, you know, and I I can completely understand that, but being 21 at the time and hearing that about the first time we kind of meet, I was kind of like, but then... We've been together 20 years now, and, you know, we've had our differences. We're, we're cool. Like, I love Water her. Water under the bridge. Oh, she she has my heart. Like, yeah. I'm always in her corner. But we had to go through those things. And I think there have been other instances and things happen here and there. But I think the understanding, the understanding. So I love my mother-in-law. I love my father-in-law. My father-in-law really, really has my heart. And I, t- I almost tear up saying that because Aww. my father-in-law, um, he was there when other people were not there for me that were supposed to be there. Has he been like a father figure to you? He's been in my life like a father figure to me. Yeah, Absolutely. That's so good. I look at him like a father. Um, and I love my dad too. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. But if you can get love anywhere else, you know, and yeah. from Eric's dad. And I, <clears throat> he was there at times where... I was at my lowest. And so I'll always love Papa Bear, mm. always be in his corner. And, um, oh, it gets me, like, shaky a little so bit. Oh, sweet. Because they mean a lot to me, and we've been through so much. And you go through a lot in 20 years. Like, yeah. Imagine 20 years with yeah. integrating with someone's family. It's like, right? <sighs> it's a lot. But I didn't know it was going to be – I didn't know it was going to be this deep. But, yeah, family – it's not perfect, right? but you go through it together and you find the way that it works for you guys. True. Right? True. You don't have to be on anyone else's path, but your own. Well, the interesting part for me is because both Derek and I, when we met, we both lost our fathers when we were so young. When did you guys meet? We met 16 years ago, okay. almost. Mm-hmm. And when we met, we had so much in common. We had both lost our fathers very young. He was four. I was 11. And we, I think we both wanted in like a father-in-law, we wanted a father figure, kind of like you experienced. And I think he got it more than I, well, Derek's stepfather, he, he actually ended up leaving the picture after just a couple of it, of years of us together but we we did not we did not have a relationship much at all it was very interesting but i think just coming from that place of wanting that father figure it was like it didn't it didn't we didn't find what we were looking for in that way but it's all good because we learned to grow so much closer in the fact that we had this thing in common, which was having lost our father when we were young. And you found the value in that, right? Yeah, it was so, so much valuable. And what you learned and the growth. 
Yeah, absolutely. I love, I love what we have now. We had a very rocky start in the beginning of our marriage, but now where we're at, it's so much, we're so much more connected. And so even, even speak it. So like with my mother-in-law, with Derek's mom, I think the most difficult part of our relationship was just managing our expectations. You know, I really believe that the biggest issue with just about any relationship is the expectations you all have for each other. So I think she had unspoken expectations of me and I had some unspoken expectations of her. And so what that created was was distance because it there those wants and desires weren't communicated. So if they had been early enough, then maybe we could have been closer because I adore my mother-in-law. I think she's got so many wonderful qualities and I admire so many things about the way she raised her kids. And Derek is um, fantastic, by the way. I know. He's pretty he's great, amazing. right? Yeah. And so <clears throat> she, having having been the only parent to two of her, both her oldest kids, her two of her sons, they, she was the only parent. Yes, they had a stepfather, but she was very much in control of the way that they were raised and made sure that they were protected and loved and cared for. She was really and great. That's, that's all we ask is yeah. that we yeah. have the parents that protect, that love. Love. Yes. Love, is, love is so good. And when you have that love. And so I have a question for you. So like, what do you think is the most important part of like, you know, how we can start out a little rocky. I think both of us did with our in-laws, but what is the one thing you did that helped grow it in the right direction? There was more than one thing. And this is why I never changed who I was because I always wanted them to see who I was Mm -hmm. and that I loved their son more than anything. And so I had to show my heart. Like I was who I was, loud, obnoxious, crazy, psycho. I'll fight any girl for your son. I'll be in his corner. I'll do everything, right? Oh, girl. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I was authentically me and I didn't care. And they loved me for that. Maybe a little too much I was, but yeah. But it is, I think the biggest thing was just loving because when when I was loving, how are you going to be mean to someone who just shares love and is mm, love? Love that. Like, and so true. I never had a real. There was actually I've never had a falling out with my father-in-law, never, mm-hmm. not once. Um, so it's always love. Um, with Delena, it's like more when I sit down and communicate when we get that time together. I think that makes our relationship better. I think every person is different. You may show love to somebody who doesn't want it, but if that person needs time, everybody has their love languages. Mm -hmm. So you can break through somebody's wall with some love languages. You just have to know what they want. So being, having in-laws, So you just say, so what I'm hearing Mm -hmm. you say is like consistently loving them until they love you back. So I spent time with her. I communicated with her. She helped me, like, legit raise my um, oldest. Mm-hmm. Not really great, but she was always with her, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like this woman, she raised kids. Like, 
but who am I to like just come in there and be like, I don't, I don't like you because you're mother. Like people get the name of mother-in-law, I think, or father-in-law. Like it's bad. Maybe the in-laws, they need to take that out. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like in-laws? Like, yeah. They need to take it, it out? It is kind of a, it's a cold name, right? In-laws. In-law. I don't like that. In-law. No. That means I bound <clears throat> you because of this law. I don't even, sucks. I don't even introduce my <laughs> father-in-law as my father-in-law. What did you introduce him as? Papa Bear. Aww. He is my papa bear. Does he love that? He loves that until my son calls him papa. It's weird. It's weird. He'll call. What does Eric call him? Um, sir, dad. <laughs> so yes, cute. <laughs> <laughs> and all your kids, I hear all your kids call your your husband their dad, sir. It's because they were raised like that, and we intertwined our. Me and Eric, and I was not raised like, yes, sir, Mm-mm. no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. I was raised like, what? <laughs> Did you say to me? Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Man. I was raised by amazing people. That's another conversation. <laughs> but when, how are, so how often do you see your mother-in-law or your father-in-law? Well, my father-in-law's dead. But... So it, so they're not remarried or anything, right? She is not remarried. Or a boyfriend or anything? No. Okay, so. She it, she lives in Missouri. As you know, we live here in Arizona. And I we've lived here, when we left California a year and a half ago, she also left California because we kind of lived together. She lived in our property okay. for okay. A, year, a year and a oh. half before that. So yeah. you lived with your mother-in-law? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, they were separate dwellings, but on the same property. Honestly, it wasn't bad at all because we barely mm-hmm. saw her. She wasn't really around that much. It Did- was during COVID, and she was very scared of COVID, so oh. she didn't want to come near us. So it was – we didn't see her much, and um, it was e- easy but she- because we didn't see her much. You didn't ask her to, like, watch her kid. I'd be like, can you watch my kid? She- I'm going she wouldn't. Out. She wouldn't have during that time. She didn't want to be, be around, around you guys kids. either. She didn't want to be around us. What? Because you guys were out and because about. she, yeah, and she was really scared about COVID. California. Yeah. And then you came to Arizona. And then we came to Arizona. We have not seen her in the year and a half that we've been here in Arizona. So yeah, it's it's an adjustment. But um, what would you what would you do? Would you do anything differently? In the relationship that you had, if you can tell anybody out there who went through a rocky time, even 16 years down the road, what would you tell them? I would say, ask for what you want. Ask for what you want. First, decide what it is that you want and then ask for it. Um, Because you can never expect someone to read your mind and everyone wants different things. Everyone wants different things in every single relationship so for you to assume that they want what you want that that would just bite you in the ass because they don't want what you want they want something different probably it's so true because that's how people that's how people work so i would say communicate and ask what would you like from me and what can i do for you and if it's in reason because i've done this with my mother-in-law where i've i've asked her what she would like and um, what did she say she she <laughs> said me. she wanted us to just come over like Aww. unannounced come over and I said 
I'm not like, I'm not the type that I'm just going to show up like that. But that's what she's asking. But I said, I would like you to tell me when, so I know when is good. Shh, but she just told you, Tammy. Yeah, but. She said unannounced. She, she, that doesn't mean a win. That's not a win. Doesn't have a date or anything. But we lived a half an hour away at that point. She so, wants you to drive that half an hour, baby. But 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 at that point, it just wasn't doable to just show up unannounced. That makes sense. And I'm not the type of person to show up without an invitation. Okay. You you know what? Because I did the same thing with you. You I, said just come when I moved here. You said, I said just, just come, come over. over, and I said. I'm not going to just come over. But look how long we, it took us to get together because you wouldn't communicate what you wanted. I wouldn't communicate or right. we were just leaving it up to each other, assuming. So right. yeah, I understand what you're saying. So, so it was like, it was like me saying, Jen, let's plan a specific date. We will come over. I bet she misses you guys so much. And now she, you can't even show up unannounced. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy because I live in the same state as my in-laws right right and my father-in-law is like you're you never see you never come to my side of the town he'll come to our side of the town we do a couple of times right um for like gatherings like birthdays and stuff like that and then um delena we don't um really talk like as often but when we do like she'll have the kids um the kids have a, a great relationship with her yeah. too um i just wish we talked more it I just think yeah it's but here's the thing here's the thing about just showing up people don't do that people plan stuff and they show up yeah but if you don't if you don't take the steps to plan it anything and that's what i said i said let's plan the things and we will show up but if you don't plan it then it ain't happening think it's about happening. How, think about how busy our lives are <clears throat> think about how busy your life is you're running the kids here every single day Picking up from three different schools, Jen, all three of your kids, you pick them up from three different schools. I do have my husband, though. Yeah. And he, of course, but like then they have their sports. Oh, they yeah. have their activities. It's, it's crazy, insane. Like our schedules are insane. So we do have to plan out. We do have to do that. And I think the communication just needs to get better because they also complain that we don't call enough or we don't see them enough. So, but I don't want it to be not promise we're not promised tomorrow we don't we are not you know we don't time is very valuable time is very important and you should spend it with the people that you love and well my mom she she writes on our calendar the day she's going to call me that's a good idea and here's the thing about relationships is like what i've noticed with with my mom and my relationship which we're constantly growing is that there'll be times where her life is really busy and i'm doing the majority of the calling and then there'll be times when when it'll switch yeah and so we don't get upset at the other one by saying you're not calling me you're not calling me it's just like we're in that phase of life where Actually, I take that back because we definitely did complain when my mom was super busy. When my first daughter was born, it was like, what, 13 years ago. Right. And I wanted I wanted to be around her more and I needed her help. But she was busy. And now I see it. Now I'm in the place in life where I'm busy and she's calling me all the time. But, you know, it's just one of those give and takes. Like, and it's not always going to be exactly, the same. Exactly. And like, I don't know how you're how you do it either. Like, you have three kids. Yeah. Like three girls. Three daughters. Girl. 
three oh my gosh yeah about not telling someone that their feelings are wrong which is absolutely true everyone's going to feel the way that they feel but we all have the lenses that we look through right we each have a different perspective of life so you can say yeah i totally hear where you're coming from i don't but i don't necessarily see it that way and it doesn't mean that you put their feelings above your own but i think there's always a win-win i think you can always get to the place of a win-win so for me it took years to figure that out. It took me years to figure out that someone doesn't always have to win. <laughs> One person. I didn't want, what, what I learned was I didn't want to be the winner if it meant that my relationship was weakened in some way. For me, I wanted to, I now look for the win-win. Yeah. I want him to feel like he got what he needed and I want me to feel like I got what I needed and I don't want either of us to compromise. So I think a lot of, not a lot of people, but some women and just some people in general feel like they either always have to win or there always has to be a winner. And therefore they cannot communicate properly. They never find it's always negative Yeah, because somebody has to win. Yeah. It's like competitive. Right. And a marriage is like you're winning when you're doing it together. So it's like, it's not winning. You're not winning individually because the two are one flesh. So now how it, it has to be a win-win in order for it to be good to you. That's good so for you. Good yeah. for your marriage because you are not one. You're not doing life alone. And you have this whole other half of you that thinks completely differently than you. And so... For me now, it's always looking for the win-win. And it just makes for a very peaceful relationship. We used to fight all the time. Now we don't. We used to um, get angry with each other all the time. Now we don't because we realize that we're winning when we're both winning together. I think my husband just lets me win. (laughs) Legit. But I don't think that works long-term either. 20 years but you not, want not lets me you know what i'm saying i like, know what you're saying because and i happy can't... what is it? a happy wife happy life yeah yeah if that i think that's true where are my wife's at that's so true but i think it's true to a certain extent but i also think like for me with my husband i'm always like i want to be so fucking happy that i can't stand it and I want you to be so fucking happy that you can't stand it and I believe we can both have it you can both I believe, have it I believe that and so for that I wake up the, on the wrong side of the bed I'm like you will be unhappy with me <laughs> <laughs> no I'm just kidding no you kind of no but no, he's, so he always makes sure that he's good but no I I, I know that's your vibe I know that's well, your vibe but, of, but think about if he's always letting you win you, it's not fun. Uh, no. It's boring. He doesn't it's let boring. me win in the pool. <laughs> he doesn't He win. does Undertaker on me like, don't, 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 underwater with he, lashes. He just lets you win at the things he doesn't care that much about. Because yeah. think about think about it. Like we, each one of us has like the areas that we're passionate about. Yeah. Like for me, I used to be a super crunchy mom. So when it came to like vaccines, my view on vaccines, my view on what I fed my kids and like some of the routine stuff, 
I kind of stomped my foot at. Like I was going to homeschool my kids. They weren't going to be vaccinated. My husband, that was one of the areas we kind of fought at. But I said, this is a place where I'm going to stand my ground. But the areas where he's like stomping and like, I will, I will win is around money stuff. Okay. So we each have like our categories where it's like, this is what's important to me. And, and I think if, you look at it that way. Every couple has those categories. Do you feel like Derek is a lot like his, a lot like your mother-in-law? Oh, definitely. A lot? A okay. lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of ways. They're they're very routine people. They have their routines. They do things a certain way and they don't, they don't mess up the path. Like this is the, it's very ritualistic. Okay. Because I see, yeah. So and and my family is a little bit like that, but I am not like that at all. I'm okay. not, I mean, I do have my rituals. Like I have like my spiritual practices and I have my, the things that I do, but I am not so regimented where it has to be in a time frame like this. I wake up and I do this and then I do no, this. No, I don't and then see I do that. This, like, and then I do you it. just go about your day and you do what makes you happy. Yes. And that's, and, the, and you try to make people around you happy. Yeah. And Eric, man... He is a, he, so his dad is like legit, almost like the perfect father, right? If there's perfect. Yeah. When he talks about his father, it is just. And he is a lot like his dad in that way. Mm -hmm. Now. In what way? In being practically. I can, I can sit there and say my husband's legit, almost perfect at being a father. Yeah. In what ways do you think he just really nails it? He got it from his dad. It's like. He is just so loving, supportive, caring. It's uncon uh, what he what he offers to these kids is unconditional. That's so like sweet. that's just the word unconditional. Um, there's no condition to anything he brings, and that's like his dad. His dad will legit take a bullet for any of his kids, like like any parent, but um, but not reactionary. Oh no, it's just he is great. And then you know um, the the kind heart. He got from his mom. Like, she has a big open heart. Like, and, you know, a little bit, she gets walked over. Like, um, and I feel like Eric is kind of like that in a way, too. Um, Only I can walk over him, though, right? (laughs) Anybody comes for him, they come through me. Yeah. Um, But what our our in-laws have with our spouses, and I feel like, yeah, they take a lot. Now, I didn't like when my husband was first with me because he did get a little bit of his dad's traits before his dad got married and settled down and everything right. you know being out there in them streets me. <sighs> but um that was 20 years He's, ago yeah and who cares and, he but, has to but the thing is wild oats Come but on. the thing is we got married the day we got married everything changed so i think that's what he also took from his dad too because his dad is an amazing spouse and Eric is loves me unconditionally and we just have that. So I really feel like parents do do so many incredible things and they and they play a big role in how their mm-hmm. kids will be. And if you want your kid to be a jackass, you're a jackass. If I you mean, want your kid to be um un, just unconditional love and just amazing, then be the parents that you know? Well, and see, that's the thing, though. You know, me as a trauma coach, I study people and their behaviors. Yeah. And unless we disrupt the pattern, 
we are just following the system that we learned, meaning we grew up with. Yeah. Unless we interrupt the pattern and and come up with new formulas to create the new thing. But for me, I'm always assessing, okay, what would I like to add to my life? Who do I want to be? Um, how can I grow? Like, how can I change? What would I like to eliminate? What would I like to add? And so when I look at the way um, with my mother-in-law, she did so many things so wonderfully with her kids. Like she was super hands-on mom. She was, she would teach them things with her hand. Like she was patient. Yeah. She was understanding. She was, um, present. Think of she how many moms, amazing. how many moms now are just not present. They're just kind of there in the room. Do, I, I mean, I adore my mom. She was a wonderful mom. But one thing that I struggled with growing up was my mom had her own business at home. So she was technically in the home, but, but you're she not was present. Always, I yeah, can, I can she say was that always 100%. in her sewing room sewing, and so there wasn't a lot of super present time. And that that's key, and that right. can really eat you up. And right. I think that's for a whole another conversation of working and mm-hmm. being present and having oh, your yeah. mind right because you can say you're around your kids raising them and stuff, but they're raising themselves if your mind's not right there and being present. And I can hun- hundredfold hundredfold beyond that. Like it's, well, it's, it's so true. But there's, and I'm not saying at all that you should be like that all the time because I yeah. don't, I don't believe that that's Absolutely. an all the time thing. Absolutely. But I think that if you manage your time correctly, you can have pieces of everything that's important to you. You got to learn. You right. just got to learn. You got to do what's good for you. What you do for you is going to be different than somebody else does for them. So the thing is you learn, you grow, you get that wisdom, you get that knowledge. Mm-hmm. and you take it and you just try to be better. I I think too, to add to that, is like you look for all the great things that you can eke out of everyone. And for me, what changed my feelings about anyone that I struggled with, with any relationship in my life, is I worked on focusing on only the good things because whatever you focus on grows right so it's like I can make you the bad person by just thinking about the terrible things or I can make you an angel and a saint by just fixating on all your great qualities and there's so many there's so many so I had to learn to take the hurt out of it and say Mm. I know you didn't mean to hurt me I know that was never your intention did you tell Derek's mom that no, but there, I know that was never your intention. That's what I took on because I didn't voice to you how hurt I was. Yeah. However, I'm letting that go because go. that was not, that was not your intention. No. So I'm going to look mm-hmm. from here on out. I'm going to look for only the good, only the good, only the good. And I'm just going to let go of what was right. Cause I think that's, that's the truth of every relationship. If there is, if there's struggle, you always have the option to choose the different thing. And I Let choose. Let it go. I choose peace. Let it go. That that was awesome to sit here and you know just let loose and open up about in-laws because it's such a touchy subject. Nobody wants to talk about it. Everybody's scared to talk about it, and right. they they think that just by communicating or by sharing how they feel that it's going to cause, you know, that rift mm-hmm. or that awkwardness. Well, it can, but it's all about the delivery, well, right? About, that's what I was going to get to. Yeah. How, how, how would you, if, if anybody out there is struggling, 
How would you put it down, Tammy? Lay it down. Drop the mic on this. How would you share what to say to your in-laws? I would just take a few words that you said. In all that you do, this is a Bible verse that I love, in all that you do, let it be done in love. Oh, yeah. So if you think about going into a conversation with someone, you think of the outcome. What do I want the outcome to be? Well, I want connection. I want them to feel loved. I want to feel loved. That's what I want to gain from this. So if I go into the conversation with that in mind, the outcome I want is for both of us to feel loved then how am I going to communicate? I'm going to communicate through that lens of love. And instead of being like, oh, you hurt me, so I'm going to be guarded and, you know, I'm going to be so guarded. You're not going to come in like that because you're going to be like, I know the outcome I want. My heart is open. I I want them to feel the love just eking from me. And I want, I want to feel theirs for me. And then boom, you have a beautiful conversation and then boom, you have a, a way better relationship and then bit by bit, it gets better and better and better. But and you're going to enjoy that journey. You are going to enjoy that journey. It's so going to be magical. Much. Oh, it is a magical And journey. you're going to have a newfound relationship and a new outlook on the meaning of in-laws. Yeah. Because if you even can't come up from rock bottom, just trying to be better daily. Well, think Everybody about will it. notice that. Think about it. If it wasn't for them, you wouldn't have your spouse. <laughs> yes. So thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Go thank them. Thank you because for you holding have... my husband in your womb for nine, actually, let's be real, 10 months for pushing him out. And Derek's kind of for... tall. Yeah, he's tall. No, I... he's very tall. Yeah, but he didn't, he wasn't born tall. He was born Well, little. they have long, lengthy legs. But he was born little. Anyways, she held him, she birthed him, then she loved him all those years. Mm. Sure, she should have had him help a little bit more around the house, maybe do his own laundry and make his bed. They don't understand until they're 30. Yes. Sorry, Mom. But, but, like, think about the gift that they gave you. They gave you your spouse. So freaking Aww. kiss them, tell them love thank them. you, and just remind them that they're stuck with you. <laughs> yeah just they're kidding. stuck with me just kidding and i appreciate you raising your son to start a family and start his life with me and he'll die with me <laughs> i love you so much i love you too